What do most people think about love in our world, in our society? What words would come to mind when people hear or think the word love? And obviously there are many things, but three main things that most people will think or feel regarding love is attraction, desire, and affection. And obviously there is some truth to that. But when love is essentially that, just some attraction, some desire, then of course it makes sense that many people say and claim that love is love, period. That's all that matters. Whatever you feel, whatever you want to love, whatever your attachment is, that's love. There can be any order or any commitment even Love comes and goes because it really depends mainly on what you feel now. So for most people in our society, what St. Paul said today in the second reading sounds just crazy when he said, Oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another. Oh, love. And seriously, how can love be something that is owed? How can love become a debt, a legitimate debt? Maybe if we think about this seriously, we might even feel that it also sounds strange to us. How can love be an obligation? Isn't it really mainly that internal experience that sure may, may lead you to something else, but how can you owe love? We, because our tendencies are not always great, we, as well as anyone else, we need to be constantly reminded about what love truly is. We need to be trained in charity. It's not always something that comes naturally. We need to learn and relearn what love truly is. And that's why we come to church. And I don't mean just Sunday obligation. That's why we come to Mother Church, so that we can learn again and again and in an even deeper way what love truly is. Jesus wanted to teach this lesson in the church. All human loves find their real fulfillment only in Christ, and Christ wanted to share this essential lesson about charity in the church. Now, someone could at this point say, but wait a second, are you talking about this church, like the church that we all see today, this very imperfect church, with all the things that we hear about priests or bishops doing or saying? How can we learn love in the church, in this church? And it is really in this church, so imperfect, but also so beautiful this one and only church of Christ, which is his body, that mystery of which Jesus said today in the gospel, that where two or three are gathered together in his name, then he will be there as he is here now. This one church of which St. John Chrysostom said to some people who were in crisis, scandalized out in her power, do not separate from the church, for nothing is stronger than the church. The church is your hope, 
your salvation, your refuge. It is higher than the heaven. It is wider than the earth. It never grows old. Its vigor is eternal. This church, that being the one church of Christ, then is neither a club nor a political party that you choose based on your preferences or your, a previous agreement. We cannot really know Christ, we cannot really follow Christ, and therefore we cannot really learn what love is and live love outside a church. We're here right now in this one church. If we look back at our lives, not really because one day we just thought about it and we had the idea out of the blue because we're smart or anything like that. If we're here, it's because we heard about this. Faith, in reality, never comes just from what we think, but from what we receive, whether that's something we heard, or we read, or we saw. We received an invitation, and then, of course, we thought about it, and then we committed, but always from the church and always in the church. And this bond of belonging to one church, to one body, is so strong that we hear the Lord in today's readings telling us that we will be held responsible for our brothers and sisters and not only for our best friends. That because, as we also heard, we have received, we have been entrusted with a message of reconciliation, then we need to win over our brothers and sisters for Christ. And if need be, we need to correct them when they're acting wrongly. We really are one body and we are responsible for each other, not just for our best friends. This love is the beautiful love of Christ that we learn in the church. Not just attraction or affection, but that love that is or tries to be like the love that God has for us and therefore love that for us actually becomes a duty, a commitment, something that we owe each other. It is a love that is not just selfishness, but as we hear in scripture, is patient and kind, it's not envious or boastful, not arrogant or rude, self-seeking or resentful, but rather a love that bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, a love that truly will never end. This love that becomes commitment, joyful commitment and responsibility. A love that even at times may hurt because it tries, as Christ loved, to go to the end. And this love that we learn in the church, in Mother Church, in the Catholic Church, is a love that we're invited to live, to practice in our church, in this portion of the universal church, which is our community, our parish. And there are many ways in which we can try to grow in love, but let me just briefly mention two very specific concrete ways. 
One is small groups, and then the second one is outreach. Small groups simply because it is very hard not to say impossible to grow significantly in love if we don't have the support of good friends. Many of you already have some kind of smaller community, but that's something we've been promoting and we want to promote more again. Make sure that you check out, sign in, so that you can see all the different offers that we have now this semester for small groups. And then outreach. If we really believe that we have found that joy of our lives, then we cannot not share that. We have to. And so we also try to find good, creative ways to reach out to more people so they can experience this amazing love that we find in our community. On October 7th, we will have our annual Oktoberfest, which, as many of you know, but also some of you don't, is an outstanding event, very easy to invite people to, in which people can have some glimpse, a first experience of that joy that we have here. This is a time to think and pray about those who are going to invite. It's not just a social event, but it is an outreach event. And finally, of course, we need to pray. The Lord said beautifully today that if you agree on anything for which you are to pray on earth, it will be granted. So why don't we right now agree to pray so that we can all grow in love, so that we can be more responsible for each other, pray, get to know each other, help each other, correct each other, and also so that we can be more generous in, and bold in inviting and bringing people so that more and more can experience this beautiful love of Christ which, which shines so wonderfully in the church.